You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. We're starting a new series called Becoming a Superhero. Who wants to be a superhero? Yes. I mean, just admit to you guys right now. We were walking outside of Comic-Con to people watch. And I got to say, I was so dang frustrated because I haven't eaten since 11 o'clock. We go there at 7 o'clock to people watch. I go to the restaurant and they say, oh, it's going to be a two-hour wait. I was looking at all these different people watching. I was like frustrated looking at these because I'm so hungry. You guys are over here like taking pictures and like Spider-Man. I'm like, dude. And there's one guy, this guy was walking past me. He's all, I'm Batman. I'm like, yeah, go fly. Go fly, go fly. Let me see. You. I was just like, I was so mad because I was so hungry. Anyways, but then I was like watching these people. I was like sitting there. I seriously asked my wife. I actually asked the people who were there at my table. And I was my table. Finally, I, I, I forced myself a seat. Someone stood up and I'm like, I sat down. Like, Sir, you're not your time. I call the cops. I said, I sat down, like, it's not your time, I call the cops. That's what I said. That's all Casey. I was like, I told him to call the cops. So I'm sitting down here. And they're like, all right, so they gave me the menus and we sat down and we ate. We, but then Angela was sitting down next to me and she was like, oh, you, do you want to turn around and look at the, the people? Because we're sitting on the outside. And I'm like, I don't give it. F anymore. Just, just eat. Just give me my food. And so I'm sitting down, my back is to me. Everyone's like, oh, look, it's from Breaking Back. Oh, look at the water, whatever. You know, oh, look, it's this person, this person. And I was like, Whatever, you know? And so I was so frustrated. And then I started thinking, after I got food in my system, I was just like, okay, I'll look around, fine. <laughs> and so I started enjoying what's going on around me. And I thought to myself, what's the fascination behind people dressing up like superheroes? What, I, I don't know. It's like, you know, it's like, is it like a weird fetish or something? I don't, you know, so I just like thought to myself, like, what is with that? And then I thought to myself, we used to, you know, we, we, we had a daycare ourselves, and um, we watched kids ourselves. And I remember little Jackson and Xavier being like, I'm Superman, you know, this and that and the other. I'm like, no, you're a little boy, you know. But because <laughs> they're punching me, I'm like, don't punch me, you're a little boy, you're not Superman. But what's the fascination behind superheroes? Why is it people, and I did some research. As we're sitting there at the table, I researched, why are nerds into superheroes? And here's the reason why. Ready for this? Here's the reason why. And the reason why nerds are okay. If you're if you're the superheroes, you're a nerd. Okay. But if <laughs> but here's the reason why is because growing up as young kids, these these people were picked on, and so their fantasy of being a superhero, of saying like I'm going against the bad guy, the bully, and so it's the fascination of saying, oh, if I was Superman, I'd be cool. I'd save the day. They'd all be thanking me. Oh, that bully who bullied me, I can take that person down, even though in reality they can't. But if they were Superman or Batman or Spider-Man, they could. And that's one of the psychologies of, of, of why, why that is. I put in my chat where I'm, you know, I'm a hypnotherapist. I put in my chat on my hypnotherapy group of over like 7,000 people. What's with it with these people who are superheroes? <laughs> and people are like, I'm Batman. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> Anyways, but I, I was asked the question. And so here's the subject for this next few weeks here at this church. The subject is 
becoming a superhero. You see, whether or not we, we like to dress up and wear spandex and wear whatever tight you know, leather thing and say, I'm Batman or Catwoman or whatever you are, you know, whatever it is, we all have something inside of us that wishes to be a superhero. We all want to be the guy, the girl. We all want greatness. Say greatness. greatness. Everyone wants greatness. You'll never, I never heard anyone say, you know what, give me the worst burger I can get for 20 bucks. Give me the worst service for a $10 haircut. Instead, we're saying, I want the best I can get for the amount I have. How many of you guys here say, you know what, I'm a, I'm a medi- I like to live a mediocre life. I want just the mediocre, just, the, just, 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 just an okay food, an okay hotel, an okay service. I want just okay steak. Who wants just okay steak? Lukewarm, lukewarm, well, yuck, lukewarm, <laughs> who, you know, it's like non-season, too much broccoli, <laughs> I hate vegetables, I know, but how many, we don't want that, in spite that some of us may not have the, the crazy budgets for whatever, we want the best bang for our buck, what's the best steak I can get for this amount, we want the best, we all crave the best, I was talking to someone earlier, saying, I want the best spouse. I'm like, you're never going to find that person. (laughs) Here's a little sign up for relationships, okay? Here's a quick, free relationship advice. Never find someone that is perfect for you. Oh, I want this, 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 this. Because what happens is, 10 years from the line, 10 years now from the line, you're going to be like, oh, well, that person wasn't the person I fell in love with when I first met them. Well, no ish, Sherlock, because people are supposed to change. People's personalities change. The economy changes. The world changes. Personality changes. So keep in mind, don't look for the perfect person. Instead, find the person you want to be perfected with because you end up growing together. If they can't handle, well, well I, I don't want to show my, my bad side now because I, otherwise, if they can't handle you at your worst, they don't deserve you at your best. So keep it in mind that's some free advice right there. And praise the Lord, Angela, Angela loved me when she was making way more money than I am. And so she is not with me for my money. Anyways, <laughs> thank you, Barona. Okay, so everyone wants to be a superhero. So the question is, how do we live out our greatness? How do we live out to be great? You know, the disciples talked about this. They asked Jesus this question. Jesus! Which one of us can be at your right hand? How can we be the greatest next to you? How can we be great? And Jesus said himself, he's like, you're asking the wrong, you're asking the wrong motive. It's interesting, I don't have the scripture with me here, but next week, whatever, next time I preach this, Jesus never actually condemned them for asking that question. Jesus never condemned, Jesus never punished them for wanting to be great. So it's not a sin to be great, by the way. Look, look that up. But how do we become great? I have three S's. Also, Stephen. S's. Is we got to see. Say see. see. We have to see. What you see is what you get. And you've heard me say this many, 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 many times. The story of Walt Disney. 
Walt Disney saw everything he created. Actually, I was watching a lot of documentaries this week about Walt Disney. I'm so fascinated by Disney. And not so much because I like the rides. I hate rides. Not because I, hate, I like the park, because I hate the sun. You know, I always ha I have an umbrella every time I go to the Disneyland. I'm like that old Asian lady. And everyone else will go over there, like, whatever. It's like, I just want to go eat. I'm just going to find the restaurant around here. You know, I don't care for the rides. I don't care for nothing else. I just want to eat. Anyways, but Walt Disney said this. He built the whole park and all that stuff. But he died before Walt Disney could open up Disney World in Florida. Before Disney World in Florida can open up, Miss Disney... Was at, the, was at the opening, and the mayor said to Miss Disney, Miss Disney, the beauty of this park here at Disney World, wouldn't Walt would love to have seen this? And then Miss Disney interrupted that speech. You can watch it on YouTube. It says, with all due respect, Mr. Mayor, Walt saw all of this before we saw all of this. And so here's the conclusion behind that situation there, is that what you see is what you get. If you don't see yourself as great, and you don't see yourself as amazing, you ain't going to be amazing. You ain't going to be great. I see myself as sexy, man. Look, look, at, look at me. <laughs> don't touch this. Matthew 9.29 says this. Oh, now we're getting biblical. Now we're at church. Then he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. As you notice, actually, I just noticed this this week. I use this scripture almost every week because this is a scripture I live by. According to your faith, let it be done to you. I actually carved the scripture in my jail cell two years ago. According to your faith, let it be done to you. Some people's eyes are went up like, whoa, watch out for you. I'll tell you the story later on. But anyways, what the scripture is saying is this, is whatever it is you're believing is what you're getting. If you're believing, you know, I'm just going to be okay. I'm just going to stay here. I'm happy with where I'm at. This is, this is, this is, this is, I, I'm, I'm satisfied with my situation. Then that's all you're ever going to get. You're not going to get more. You're not going to achieve greater. You're not going to do more. Because your faith says, according to this level, I'm settling. I'm settling. Well, you know what? Maybe this is just my life. You know, this is just, I'm just, just got to accept it. There's a difference between being content and, and, and settling. Does that make sense? There's a difference between being content and settling. Psalms 34, 8. <laughs> Taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Time out. The word blessed. You know, we say, oh, when someone sneezes, hachu. We say, well, God bless you. The word blessing, there's a huge study we did back in our old church. I'll call it the study of the, the word blessing. The word blessing, you know what the word blessing means? The word blessing means whole, complete, not lacking in nothing. So if you're broke right now, that's not being blessed. If you're sick in some aspect of your body, that's not being blessed. So here's the situation. Think about wholeness. Taste and see the Lord is good. Wholeness is the one who takes refuge in him. If you want to be blessed and whole and prosperous, how do you do that? The Bible says here is the one who takes refuge in him. But how do you take refuge in him? The first part here says this. Taste, ooh, food, and see. How do you see? We walk by faith, not by sight. 
but you see in the spirit, you see in the faith. So seriously, seriously, your situation may not be where you would hope for. The situation may not be where you like, but you've got to figure out how are you going to see things differently. I was talking to someone actually um, uh, two, two days ago, and they're saying the situation X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, and they're like cry crying, and I seriously just paused, and I said like, I started laughing. I'm like, you know how crazy of a story your life's going to be when five years from now? You're going to laugh at this. And she's like, how are you laughing at this? That's so rude. And I was like, you're not going to think this is rude when you get over the situation. And so they couldn't see because they're in the middle. But how, much you guys, how many of you guys watched the movie? What movie was there? Uh, how many of you guys ever watched the movie Jurassic the, 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 uh, Old Titanic? Old Titanic, yes? So we all know how the Titanic situation goes. The door is much bigger for both of them to go on, but, you know, what are you, what's her name? Not Jack, Jill, no. Ro Rose, Rose, Jack, not Jack and Jill, but Rose, Rose. Rose could have easily let Jack on the, on, the, on the thing, but that's a different story. But here we are, we know the situation. We know she survives. We know Jack doesn't, but we know she survives. But in the moment, she's like panicking for her life. What's going on with my life? But we know that eventually she gets old and she has this jewelry, yada, yada, yada. And the same thing is for our lives. We get, weary, we get weary where we're at today. But understand that God already has seen your movie. He already knows the end from the very beginning. So how do we live out a superhero life, becoming a superhero, is we got the way that we see ourselves, the way that we see our situations, the way that we see our circumstance, the way we see you. Look yourself in the mirror in the morning and say, hey, you're sexy. Hey, you're good. Hey, you're prosperous. Hey, you're blessed. Hey, you're healthy. You're whole. You're, just call yourself whatever it is. Seriously, I dare you to get a dry erase marker at the Dollar Tree. You probably get two of them for, for Dollar Tree. And write that on your mirror. I am amazing. I am blessed. I love with Angela in our, our bedroom here, she has in her room all this stuff. I'm like, oh, cool. I am too, you know? <laughs> and so, and so <laughs> I'm like, yeah, me too. I got encouraged from taking a poop. So my friends, understand this, that in order for us to be superheroes and be great in this life, because we, we all desire greatness, we first have to what, determine by what we see and how we see our circumstances in our life. And your circumstance and your situations, how do I see if it's, if it's, how do I see it if I'm not living it? You just choose, you just decide. You know what, this is going on, but I'm gonna see this differently. I'm choosing to see this differently. And that, my friends, is called faith. It's called faith and believing. The second one here is from, first one is to how to be a superhero is to see the second one is to serve. This is so, 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 so key. To serve. My friends, understand this, is that in when we serve, we find purpose. You know, the, the, not, not even the church world, okay? The psychology people, they say that if someone's going through hardcore depression and, 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 and funk, get them volunteering. If they can go and volunteer... They will get out of their funk of depression in an instant. Because people who are in depression are focused on themselves. And Casey talked about that the previous couple of weeks, I think last week actually. 
Proverbs 19:17 says, "Every time you give to the poor, you make a loan to the Lord." Hello. Don't worry, you'll be repaid in full for all the good you've done. <laughs> and so, this is not just talking about financial. Every time you give to the poor, and also poor doesn't mean people who are just only only the people out there panhandling. Okay, keep in mind, the poor by definition in this scripture means those who can't repay you back. Does that make sense? Those who can't repay you back. So who can you give to? Not just financially, but your time, your energy, your effort. Who can you give to? And the Bible says you'll be, but don't worry, you'll be repaid in full for all the good you've done. Proverbs 22.9 says, when you are generous to the poor, once again, Poor doesn't mean necessarily a, a denomination. Well, let me tell you why the Bible, whenever the Bible says poor or riches, it doesn't mean a dollar amount. Let me tell you why. Right now, some of us may be watching this or sitting here thinking I'm poor because I don't have two nickels to rub. But in actuality, you have shoes on your feet. If you have a running fridge and you have clean water, you are the top 1% of the world. So actually, the Bible considers you rich. I mean, the world considers you rich. So what's the definition of poor versus rich? So the Bible is not talking about how much money you have, but instead is the aspect of talking about are you able to richly give or are you poor that you cannot give? And my friends, no matter how much money is your bank, you can always give a smile. You can always give a hug. You can always give a phone call. Hey, you're awesome because I'm awesome, <laughs> right? Matthew 10, 8. You must continually bring healing to lepers and to those who are sick and make it your habit, say the word habit, habit. to break free of the demonic presence from people and raise the dead back to life. Freely you have received the power of the kingdom, so freely release it to others. Do you know if you have the ability to pray for someone you don't, you're jacked up. <laughs> You are in two camps. You are needing a miracle or you're going to be someone's miracle. But if you're just walking around saying, you know, I'm good. I don't need a miracle. But you're not being someone else's miracle. You are not living out the purpose that God has for your life. And you go home, you're sitting down there watching, what's, what's today's show nowadays? America's Got Talent. And you're like, oh, my life sucks. Oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm... Because you ain't doing what God's called you to do, which is to serve others. My friends, go and volunteer. Go and do something for someone else. And the moment you do that is the moment you'll find your purpose. I'm going to jump over here to Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship, praise the Lord. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. So we are his workmanship. Let me pause right there. Did you know that every time God wants to do something on this earth, he does it through people? He does it through people. And every time you need to make a breakthrough or a miracle, he does it through people. You probably heard the story before of the man drowning in the water, the ocean. And he's saying like, God, save me, I'm drowning. And then a big old cruise ship, Carnival Cruise Line, comes by. Mm. Hey, young man, do you need to get it right? No, I'm good, good. God's going to save me. Go, get out of here. And then later on, he's like, God, save me. And then later on, another a fishing boat comes by, a smaller fishing boat. Hey, do you need a life raft? Let me take you up here. 
The little boy says, no, 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 I'm good. God's going to save me. It's like, God, I'm drowning over here. I need someone to say, I need your help. I need your help. And the little rowboat comes around and says, hey, do you need help? Like, oh, get out of here. I need your help. God's going to say, and long story short, he dies. He drowns. And God says, bro, you weren't supposed to die. He goes, why did you save me, bro? That's how they talk in heaven, you know? And God's like, I did try to save you. I sent a cruise line, I sent a fishing boat, and a little rowboat, and you didn't take it. My friends, every blessing you and I need and want is on the other side of another person. So for those of us who have a hard time asking for help, stop it, because that's God's blessing. For those of you who are able to help and don't help, stop it, because God's wanting to make you a blessing. You know, there's a, there's, a, there's a story, I always tell this all the time to all my, my students, my clients. There's the Dead Sea. You know what the Dead Sea is? Everything living in it and everything living around it is dead. Why? Because it's so dense. It's so salty. There's a river that flows in, but no river that flows out. So because all the river does, the, the Dead Sea, that sea does is it takes a river in, it becomes dead and salty. But did you know if there was a river that flew out, flowed out, not flew, flew, flowed out, then now there's a river flowing in and a river flowing out. Now it becomes living water. But because all it did was receive water, didn't give water, what is happening is it's dead. So maybe some of your finances or your life is dead in some areas because you don't have an outflow. And I don't just mean a couple, oh, here's 50 cents to this, and here's $10 to that. But actual heart of generosity. If you actually became generous, a little more generous than you really are right now, watch what, how, how much flowing there is going to be more of to you. So water flowing in, water flowing out. You know what they call that in science terms? They call that a current, a water current. You know what they call money? A currency. And so if you have river flowing in, but no river flowing out, you are never going to get blessed. You're going to say, why is my finances dead? Why is my health? Why? Because you've got to figure out how can you be generous. Say amen. Moses served Jethro, watching over Jethro's sheep. And in the middle of Moses serving Jethro, his father-in-law's sheep, God speaks to Moses in a burning bush. Moses was serving Jethro. Saul was looking after his father's donkeys. And after, as looking after his father's donkeys, Samuel anoints him as king. Jesse was called to give his brothers, oh sorry, Jesse called David to serve his brothers lunch out on the battlefield. And when and serving his brothers lunch in the battlefield, David goes and slings a giant. My friends, in the middle of serving is when you find your calling in life. We're trying to figure out what's the purpose of my life, what's the purpose of me being here. And that comes down to, are you serving? Are you serving? My last point here is to stand. To see, to serve, and to stand, if I can have. Matthew 9.29. Again, my favorite verse, to stand. But to say to stand, it doesn't mean necessarily just like to stand up. 
But to stand means to not move. It's a symbol of faith. And saying, God, I want to be a superhero. We think to be a superhero, we got to do a lot of things. But in all honesty, to be great in life, to be blessed and prosperous, you don't need to do much. All you got to do is just rest and stand. Matthew 9, 29, once again, he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, let it be done unto you. Psalms 91, 1, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will, will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. One last story here in the last verse, but my story here is this, the story of Lion King. Simba, goes out into the wilderness and he's out there and he's getting he's about to get traveled by all these different whatever hyenas whatever else this is the beginning part of the movie and Simba is like you guys get away from me that's how he sounded right and the hyenas laughed at him like oh you crazy Simba but then the mommy goes he keeps going ah but then, right by, but then later on, the, 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 all the, the animals, in a quick instant, pauses and runs away in total fear. Because right behind Simba was Mufasa, his father. And it wasn't so much that Simba scared them, but more of who was backing up Simba, which was Mufasa. Psalms 91.1, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. My friends, for us to be great and to have a superpower life, to have a life of greatness, it's not a matter of you achieving so much, but it's a matter of will you rest in God? Now, it's not saying, oh, I got to quit doing this. I got to quit going that. I got to quit doing this, quit, quit doing that. No. Just rest and say, God, I trust you. Simple. God, I trust you. You don't have to read your Bible a certain amount of time, pray a certain amount of time, and all this other stuff. And if that's, if that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. It's not for me, but all you got to do is rest. The Bible gives you permission to nap. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Be like, I doubt for you, Lord. <laughs> Psalms 46.10. He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. You know what, what, what this shows me is that God is this God who's so powerful has so much like alpha, right? You're like, watch me, I got this. Watch me, I got this. All you gotta do is be still. Be still and know that I am God. You don't have to lift a single finger. There are so much stories in scripture of God telling Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat, all I want you to do is sing karaoke and I'll fight your battles. True story. Jehoshaphat was Filipino. They're singing karaoke. They start singing. They start singing. 
the tambourines. And as we're doing the tambourines and the harps and the, the, the trumpets and they're singing, what happens is the armies begin to feed each other. And it's simply God saying, don't do nothing. Let me handle it. My friends, in this quest for us to become superheroes and live a life of greatness, all we have to do is see ourselves as great, serve, serve others, and just stand and rest in God's presence. I wish I can give you more of an ABC, do this, do this, do this, and you're good. But it's so simple. It's just rest, believe, and serve. And you'll see your life change drastically. It's like, that's it? That's it. We complicate this thing called life. We do. All it is is just trusting in Him. Every eyes closed, every head bowed. Tonight, if you're here and you're watching online, you're here in person, they're saying, Stephen, I want to rest in God. I want to begin this relationship with Jesus. And I want to begin this journey. If that's you, if you can just look at me and just wink at me so I know to pray for you. Amen. And if you're here tonight and think, Stephen, I, I desire greatness. This is for the second part. The second part is I, you're saying to yourself, I desire greatness. And I need to be better at seeing things differently, seeing myself differently. I need to be better at serving others. I need to be better at trusting in Him and just relaxing and just resting and just standing. If that's you tonight, if you can wink at me, if I can pray for you for that. Amen. 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 Father, tonight I pray right now in the name of Jesus for every person that's out of my voice. The Lord, that you would begin to do a new thing in our lives. We desire greatness, Father. We desire amazing life. We desire to live our best life. We desire to live a life of amazing abundance and joy and prosperity. So, Lord, may you teach us tonight. May you speak to our hearts to just chill out and rest in you. I thank you, Father God, that you are our Mufasa, that you fight the battles on behalf of us. And I thank you, Lord, so much that you're going to do something mighty in our lives. Lord God, we give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. We love you. We honor you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen, amen. Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.